High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Partners in Mediapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Toyota Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we uh, are pleased to have Andy Kretzinger, uh, Round Guy Radio Man of the Year, uh, also employed at the Southeast Iowa Union, to talk a little bit of basketball with us. Welcome back to the program, Andy. Thanks for having me. Well, um, I just want to hear your, your thoughts on the first half. Yeah, uh, well, uh, as we go into uh, the games tonight, um, we, we open the uh, kind of the, the second half of the season, although there's a little bit more than half of the season left, um, with uh, Mount Pleasant uh, leading the Southeast Conference, uh, Winfield Union leading the Super uh, North, and West Burlington leading the Super South. I, I think that um, those three teams have kind of emerged in each of the each of kind of our main main conferences, and then Kyoto leading the the sickle, um, the uh, uh, their division in the sickle as well. So I think those four teams um, kind of come in as pretty big, you know, not not overwhelming favorites, um, but all of them have kind of um, slayed a couple of uh, of teams that I would I would say are their main competition. You know, Mount Pleasant has beaten Fort Madison and Keokuk. Um, and Washington, and um, Winfrey Mount Union has beaten Waco and Hillcrest, and um, West Burlington has just looked looked great, you know, to start the season. Kyoto has, has looked great pretty much. Uh, they, they beat Linville, Sully, and every other game they've played, they've, they've pretty much won by 100. So uh, right now those four teams are uh, their conferences to lose. we got a couple ranked teams in the Union area. Um, the High School Athletic Association rankings came out. Um, and we have Winfield, Mount Union, and Kyoto back to back. I believe it's uh, what was it, six or seven that they're ranked. I got to get back into the swing of things. Um, I'll look on the old southeastiowaunion.com website to make sure I don't have that wrong. But I think it's uh, six and seven in one A. Um, neither of them has lost in um, Iowa play. Winfield, uh, a kind of a shorthanded, well, not kind of a very shorthanded Winfield team, lost to a team from Illinois uh, to start the year, but. Um, those guys are both looking good. Uh, if those teams can keep rolling in the in the small schools, they're probably our um, favorites right now as far as state tournament berths. Uh, right now, as they're slated, they probably would not even be in the same sub-state because of, of being not highly ranked. Um, but a couple losses here and there, and, and that could kind of set up to where all, all the local teams are back in the same one. So, um, yeah, I said there's some pretty good matchups coming in uh, this week. Uh, Hunter and I are actually entering a week where I think we're going to in, we are going to see a lot of good girls ma- uh, games this weekend, and um, some of the boys games I think uh, are a little uh, you know take a lot um, to pull off the upset. At least the uh, the games that we're watching live. So um, one game I'm excited about later this week: uh, Washington plays Burlington. I think that would be an interesting uh, boys basketball game. Uh, I think of the Southeast Conference, those kind of the teams below. Mount Pleasant and Keokuk are kind of jumbled, and you, you don't really know quite who's the third best team uh, uh, right now. So, um, yeah, it's kind of an exciting little lead into January. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you talk about the upper tier. 
last year there was some, you know, teams, uh, I'm thinking Waco, uh, super great records in the season. But then there was these other teams out there like a, a New London or a Pella Christian that kind of just caught fire uh, right there in the playoffs and, and punched their ticket into the uh, uh, Unidome for uh, or whatever dome they play in there for basketball. Yeah, Wells Fargo. The Wells Fargo Arena there. Uh, play on the ice. Uh, but uh, um, who, is the, who is that team out there this year that you got your eye on that could, you know, maybe had some injuries, maybe had some players? A lot of teams have had some players that weren't eligible or, or come back from injuries or maybe come back from grades or something. Uh, True. Or transfers or something uh, uh, that will pick up. Yeah, well, w- w- well, one is um, – an easy one with that is Waco because their one loss – was without Chase Waterhouse. So they have not played Winfield where, where both, not that Winfield was totally healthy, that was Cam Buffington's first day back. Um, that is a team that's definitely dangerous enough to beat anybody ahead of them, in my opinion. You know, uh, as I said, Winfield, my union, and Kyoto are ranked. Uh, Waco is not, but if, if, you know, you got to the postseason and Waco played Kyoto or Winfield, my union, I certainly would expect uh, uh, just a complete uh, war in those games. Um, Pekin has uh, Pekin and Hillcrest, who are both right, right there towards the bottom of the north. Um, they Hillcrest has good enough shooters to where they can beat anybody. Um, they didn't play very well at Winfield, um, and then Pekin's just got a lot of athletes. Pekin is always a, a threat. I don't know how many times since I started covering sports here, even when I didn't technically cover uh, Pekin because I wasn't the Fairfield guy yet, uh, where we had a, a great team get knocked out by Pekin in the. Uh, in the tournament, so Coach Swanson always has some um, some stuff. Uh, and then you, you could say, you know, New London is a team that has young talent, very young talent, um, that had to replace so much from last year that maybe they'll find their stride a little bit better. New London's always a threat uh, in the tournament, you know, in tournament time late in the season. Um, and although they, they're missing um, their big guys from last year, they got their little brothers on the team. So, you know, if anything's taught us over the last five or six years, that anybody with the you know if you have the porters and the benjamins of the world on your team you're you're uh, you can't get counted out so those are big ones at mid prairie another team that um we cover uh has as always has depth and has a bunch of athleticism um, and good shooters so they could get hot and they, they of course play in the two which is a little most of our teams are 1a teams and then you got mid prairie and uh cardinal and then beer and i believe they're all in the two-way ranks and so that most of the time when that tournament comes around, it's teams that haven't played each other very much. So those are some that are just kind of one-off. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but uh, that, you know, it, it's, there are more overwhelming favorites this year than last year. I'd say last year it was like, oh, who knows who's going to win, you know, between, I remember with Winfield, Waco, New London, and Hillcrest Academy, it was like anybody of those four could, could beat anybody last year. This year I'd say that Winfield in the North is more of a favorite um, than like Waco was last year in the North or, you know, uh, West Burlington is just so staffed in the South um, that they're, they're a little harder. And then the SEC uh, last year, I'd say like all of the SEC teams could beat each other. And this year, Mount Pleasant and Keokuk do have a little bit of uh, um, a little space talent wise, I think in between them and the rest of the field, not that they wouldn't lose to anybody, but that it's a little less likely to see them, you know, dropping multiple games or something like that. Well, tell me about a team that scuffled in the first uh, half of the season 
that might step out there and and bang out a win that people don't expect, or or you know get against some uh, other teams that are scuffling and might you know might might pick up a win here and there, or, or just have a better uh, uh, second half. Yeah, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna click through and um and just see some teams. Uh, you know, you know I know some Clark- teams like that 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 uh, I know Van Buren's kind of scuffled a little. Uh, uh-huh. They got some wins, but they you know they they played a super tough uh, deal. Fairfield is a good team there, you know. Uh, I don't know if you well, cover Columbus. Uh, yeah, Columbus. Well, it, it's funny that you um, that you mentioned. I think so. Van Buren and um, Fairfield play each other in only girls basketball tonight. It would have been kind of fun to watch them play boys basketball tonight. Um, yeah, Van Buren's definitely one. Um, Van Buren actually. So, oh, so there are games this week that are exactly that. Um, tonight. Columbus will play at Highland. Those are two teams that have scuffled a little bit in the north. Um, that should be a good game. On Thursday, Columbus hosts Van Buren County. Um, and so those are those are games where teams that maybe didn't kind of got the short end of the schedule uh, to start the to start the year um, could maybe get stuff rolling. We always see teams do that, you know, when January comes around because they've had a little bit of time to practice and play together. Um, so, you know, if Columbus comes out with two wins this week, then boom, it's, you know, it's like, oh, here we go. Now we've rattled off a couple. Yeah, they have, um, I don't know how many winnable games they had. You know, the, the Wacos and the Winfield Mount Union certainly aren't. But I see yeah. a much improved team. Uh, uh, they got Big Poison and Little Poison, the Hills Brothers up there. Uh, and they got some other players that are developing pretty well uh, along. And they got some good young guard play. And I think they're primed for for some wins, and I think that they're kind of coming together, and some guys are having some. I mean, I went up and called a game against Lois and Muscatine that they did, and I think they had five or six kids have career highs in that game, you know? So, yeah. I, I think they got some talent over there. I, I think they've been playing. I mean, they got the one win against Wapolo. Uh, I don't know who else on that schedule was a more winnable game than that, and I don't know that Wapolo was a, as winnable, and I don't know if they'll be as continually winnable because they're one of these. Teams that picked up a player from somewhere that's pretty dang good. Uh, Columbus did. No, uh, uh, oh, Wapolo did. did. Wapolo oh, okay. kid that that uh, just played the last game or two of the first half. Uh, oh, it's pretty darn good, huh? And he's yeah. Well, according to Jeff Mills, this is this kid's a, uh, you know, and sometimes you just add one one to the mix. Yes. And uh, it can be a, a big deal. Especially in basketball, of all the sports, basketball is the one where one player can come on and just change everything if they're good enough, you know, or if they fit well enough in the, um, in the uh, on the team. Well, yeah, and you, you mentioned um, I think what three three of the top, uh, well maybe at least one or two of the top Columbus um, scores are a little younger. They got one of those hills as a freshman. Um, and I agree. It's it's when you when you don't have everyone coming back from last year, and you have to kind of learn to play together. And you play against a team like like Winfield, where they have a bunch of huge guys who have been playing the whole time. It's it's harder to learn against teams that can just dump it down on you and you know and, and lay it in the basket. Um, so uh, so it's it's much better to play them the second time around when you you've kind of gotten. Um, but yeah, I'm just scrolling through Columbus. Yeah, they had a, a close game against Lone Tree. They beat Wapolo. And then the other teams that they've played have been like, you know, Central East pretty good. You know, uh, Winfield, 
uh, peak in Waco, all those top teams in the north. So uh, yeah, those I'm are not very fun. Up, I'm thinking about going up to that uh, Van Buren Columbus game. That ought to be a great game. And one of those schools is going to get uh, uh, get something going for their season, aren't they? Yeah, and, well, and, and, and moving back to, uh, yeah, you said, so Columbus plays Highland Sight and Van Buren on, uh, what did I say, Thursday? And so so you, you think if you they're one and seven coming in, you've spent all December and you've only – uh, won the one game, and then all of a sudden you're playing two teams that are um, kind of more similar to you, to you uh, record-wise or talent-wise or whatever, and you got to be pretty hyped coming into this game. There's kind of a special feeling uh, in those games. Uh, we have a couple girls' games like this uh, this week where their team, like Mount Pleasant and Fairfield, play uh, on Friday, and while the boys' game, you know, Mount Pleasant will be favored by quite a bit. Um, the girls' game, Fairfield, will be, will be favored, but it's, it's, a, it's a game that could go either way. And coming into those games, and I've been on bad teams, you know, teams that only have one, two wins um, when I was in school before. And then you, you just kind of get you kind of get hyped up. It's like, oh, we could win today. It's a totally different feel than, oh, here we go again, you know, facing another team that's bigger and more experienced than us, uh, like a lot of the North teams. The North is just a little, there's just been a little more, it's spread out. You know, there's your, there's your teams that could be ranked and could win the conference and then, um, you know, there's your middle teams, and then there are a lot of teams that uh, struggle a little bit. So um, it's it's hard to you know get wins when when you're that uh, big of a uh, underdog. Yeah. Well, uh, what about Fairfield? They've been kind of scuffing along. They they sure. Oh, but you know, you and I were there uh, against Oscaloosa. They just looked so good that night, and we just felt like it was all coming together. Now they're playing a pretty pretty tough schedule, and they. They keep, you know, kind of grinding out games that they kind of just seem to get away from them. Like, uh, what, what about Fairfield? Yeah, you know, Fairfield has had a couple games where they've played really well. They've had the Oskaloosa game. Um, let me check here. I, I saw them play against Oskaloosa um, and Ottumwa. Um, I think Ottumwa, they had one half where they played well, one half they did not play well. They played Keokuk all the way down to the yeah, fourth quarter. Yeah, that was a great game for them. And Keokuk is a real t- – Keokuk is a team that – could go far this year. By the way, if, if I cut out on you, it's just because my phone died. Okay. And, well, actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk as I go get my charger. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back under this office, so it should be fine. Um, you are resourceful. Yes. Well, I'm in the office today. I got we have one of these nice long uh, phone chargers, so we kind of pass it around. One of our former employees uh, forgot to take it with her when she uh, when she left, and so it's kind of the community phone charger, but it's got one of those long cords, so I can sit where I was and. Uh, and plug it in, but um, but yeah. So 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 here's a couple things that Fairfield has. One is that that their best player, uh, Riley Perkins, is a shooter, which I you know it, it, he's a shooter that can get super hot, and then if you have somebody to hit a bunch of threes, and and he has a pretty quick release, and just go bang 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 hit threes, and maybe you catch somebody on a bad day, you know a lot of stuff could happen. Um, so that's good. I think that they came into this year undersized. They are undersized. Um, but the big guys down low um, have kind of done a good job so far this year of, of fighting through that. I, I don't see Fairfield get bullied down down low. Uh, I mean, they, they play Keyshack. They play a kid that um, is three times as big inside as their post players. And, you know, he didn't murder them or anything like that. So um, those are all positives. And it gets a new team with a new coach. I mean, what, there's two kids, 
two kids, probably probably Perkins and, and Sam Wheaton, that really got any time last year. Um, but uh, yeah, they've had some games that have, you know, they've had a game against Burlington that wasn't good. I, I saw them against uh, Pella, um, and Hunter saw them against Washington, where they really didn't play very well. And then you've had games where they've, um, where they've really competed, like the Oskaloosa game uh, and the. Uh, and a little bit of the Atomo game, and then who are we talking in the Keokuk game? So uh, hopefully uh, they play Holy Trinity uh, tonight at Holy Trinity. Um, so they that's that's an interesting game. It's a really well, I'm good. I'm excited super about that game, game a little bit there. Uh, Holy Trinity's uh, holy cow, they're good, man. Yeah, they are, and that's kind of a fun matchup because Fairfield has been down this year, but they're a bigger school. Holy Trinity has been up this year, but they're a smaller school, so it's kind of an ideal. Uh, battle to kind of see where both teams are. Um, and then after that, Fairfield's got Mount Pleasant, Fort Madison, and Washington back-to-back-to-back. And I believe that those two rivalry games, yep, Mount Pleasant is at Mount Pleasant on the 5th this Friday. And then if they're Washington, at Washington. Um, and then there's at Williamsburg and at Keokuk. So Fairfield does not have a very easy January schedule. <laughs> no, uh... But I'm thinking um, it's it's going to be an exciting game tonight. Uh, 3A school against a, one of the best uh, uh, small schools around. Uh, so that would be a good one to pay attention to. Well, uh, gosh, I don't know. Is there any players, standout players or anything that we haven't talked about? Um, well, I can just um, roll through. And again, I apologize if my phone uh, my phone cuts out. The, the people listening to this will probably hear after I call back in five minutes once it starts. But um, uh, for Mount Pleasant, um, who leads the SEC, Peyton Higgins has, has picked up kind of where he left off last year. Um, I think the big the big thing for them is um, their guard play with him and Christian Stacy has just been kind of a next level. You know, they, they, they're combining for, 50, you know, 40, 50 points a game. Um, as I said, uh, Fairfield's Riley Perkins has had come, come and shoot about – Ten more shots a game than they did last year. He's doing really good. Um, Washington, I, I, one of the, the players that I've been the most impressed with is Drew Conrad, who didn't get a lot of our time at all last year, and he's kind of uh, showed up to be that. Um, the little, quick little store, scorer, another scorer um, that Washington had, because all, all the Demons had this year coming back was Logan McDowell, and I thought, uh, oh, man, McDowell's going to have to shoot 35 times a game, you know, to keep him in, and that's not a at all what, what has to happen you know they, they spread the ball out really well uh, roman roth had what 20 in the first half the other day so um so washington's a lot more um balanced they have a lot more weapons than i think that i, I you know would have thought um and then uh and then yeah i mean in, in the small schools it's it's you know the top of the at least like the super north it's all the same it's a lot of the same kids from last year cam ruff and canabram wedwards for winfield and hunter hughes for waco and uh so it's uh, really in the big the big schools are the ones that are kind of seeing the new names shine through a little bit well um yeah well oh uh, so is there any player out there you think that's uh, getting some college attention oh yeah i'm sure um well, some of some of those players, some some of the better players, um, are are football players. I mean, obviously, um, you know, Cam and Abe from Winfield won't be doing any college basketball. Maybe at the maybe uh, a little intramurals that their coaches let them because they're playing um, college football. Um, I we haven't got a commitment from like um, Hunter Hughes or Peyton Higgins, uh, but those are obviously two 
two prolific scorers who obviously have the skills to play in college. Definitely. Um, Where's that Northup kid going, I'm wondering? I'm I'm told he's not getting as much attention as he should. Uh, I sure saw him play one tremendous game against Columbus, you know. I mean, uh, Columbus played really good. That was when I started really being impressed with him because they got in the Mm. 60s in the points. And if you look at Columbus's point totals, that's a pretty high point totals yeah. uh, uh, throughout the season. But, uh, gosh, he's, you know, scored 20-some points, and that's about what they want. I think it was like 82 to 62 game, you know. But it seemed like he was pretty much the difference. Uh, and he really, he, just the way he can spin his body around and shoot and maneuver and dribble and just all those basketball skills. Yeah. You know? uh, definitely someone that, that uh, I think will – eventually wind up on somebody's roster. Yeah, and then West Burlington's another team. You see West Burlington playing. Yeah, they're supposed you, to have you know, guards, and you're like, they're definitely, Yeah, they're like, those are definitely good college players in the future. Some, some kids you just kind of know when you watch them. And, you know, it's 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 kind of funny because we're in, we're in Iowa. Um, there are some places out there. And if you're a – I think it's probably maybe easier if you're a guard. Some of the best post players – um, in high school are just not, they get to the college and there's co- college teams all have at least one or two huge guys, you know, and that makes a big difference. Um, but if you can shoot and, and handle the ball as a guard, you know, that's, uh, and that's a lot of our, our better players this year. Um, uh, th- those kind of kids uh, usually wind up at, at pretty, pretty good schools. And even, even if they wind up at one of the little Iowa schools, uh, those colleges have been, uh, uh, pretty darn good at the sport of uh, men's basketball. So, um, so yeah, and, and you know, we've we've had a lot of kids from our area go to college and play basketball, and then and then stand out when they're actually um, in college. So, well, uh, let me ask you this: uh, might be about the last question here. Who's the best big man? Uh, we don't seem to have a lot, but who's the best one? Yeah, I would say. Um, Let's see. Well, I, the um, Keokuk, the kid from Keokuk, um, oh, I don't know why I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. Clark. 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 Too, but... Clark. Um, Clark. He, he, he would, in the SEC, I mean, he's got everything. He's big. He's strong. He can shoot. Um, he's only a sophomore. Uh, he is a huge weapon for them. Now, they played against Mount Pleasant in, in the game to kind of decide who is the top team in the SEC coming into this year. Um, and he had to play against Mount Pleasant Scott, um, Nate Stroud, and Noah Lang, who are both um, athletic and tall, n- not as big um, by any measure as, as Clark. And it was kind of fun watching them battle a little bit. He, he still had a pretty good game, though, against those two. Um, obviously, I don't know, would you classify – Abram Edwards is obviously a big man. He's my number but, one. But, but I don't know if you'd Classify Cam should be classified as a big man, but yeah, you know, he doesn't but play underneath. Star. I'm talking about the guys yeah. that play in the paint, and what do they do yeah. in that paint? You know, yeah. So, so I'm not talking about when some of these guys, like Cam, can shoot threes and mid range uh-huh. and everything, and and um, I don't know if Abram's the best damn shooter in the world, but uh, certainly no. at at the side of the basket he's on and cleaning his plate, uh, yeah, uh, being on the clean plate club, he's all that and most. He seems to be the the, the hardest to move uh, yeah. of all the players. And then I got uh, Evan Vivito down low. Uh, yeah. Evan Vivito. 
Yeah, but I was gonna, I was gonna throw that one out there too. He is a um, he is a man uh, in inside that inside game. Yeah, uh, but there's not 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 everybody has him. You know, Colton Lichty, uh, mm-hmm. uh and uh, to um, I don't know if he's big enough to be a big, but uh, uh, Waterhouse. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd say Lichty and Waterhouse are both, both big. I mean, that's kind of their role on that team. They're the, they're the um, good, uh, um, they're the, a good tandem. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, and that makes a huge difference if you have two. If you have a tandem, you know, that that's a lot different than having just one guy because you can just dump it off to the other guy. Um, and, and so that's, uh, um, that's an advantage that Waco has. Um, and that's an advantage. I mean, we said Winfield, you know, Abram's really their only kid that starts that's that that goes down low. But then they they're all big, tall at least, and they're all getting rebounds and and stuff like that. So they kind of kill you at the boards and stuff like that. The Kyoto so. team is the team of where every single player um, improves the most uh, I've yeah. ever seen of any sport I've ever been out. You know, they all started out good players. And they're all now borderline great players, you know. Yeah. And there, there are, are uh, whatever uh, Stout is feeding them, they're eating it. Uh, they're believing in what he wants them to do, and they're doing it. And then they got bust. What about? Uh, I guess this will be the the last thing for you. Uh, what kind of superstar level do you put uh, Bubby on up there in Kyoto? Uh, well, I sadly uh, I've not seen Kyoto play live yet. Um, so I, I haven't been able to, to see kind of what they uh, um, what they do live. I did see them on a, a live stream, but um, that was one of the, the games that they just um, crushed. I would really love to see some tape from uh, from the Linville Sully game, uh, kind of to see where they uh, or the Montezuma game to see kind of where they um, where they match up because uh, Kyoto just runs over teams. Um, what what uh, against uh, they've got a bunch of seniors uh, against Montezuma, you know uh, what Stout had eighteen, Kindred eleven, and Vitato ten. Um, let's see how they ended up against um, against Linville Sully uh, just a few days before, and that was a road game. Um, they had a three point win there. Let me see here. I want to see who led them in, in these two these two real big games. Uh, that went. Uh, that went Kindred, Vitito, Stout. So uh, they're big three scores, but they're kind of in a different, um, a different order there, which is what you like to see. So uh, what I'm kind of wondering is when is there a game where Kyoto could possibly lose? I do like that Kyoto plays Hillcrest on the 13th in a non-conference game. That should be interesting um, to see if Hillcrest can can. Uh, they they, they kind of play a similar pace, the two of them. Um, and uh, and that'll be a, a really challenging game for them. And a lot of the other games that they've played are just teams that they've beaten already. Um, Iowa Valley and Belle Plaine, um, and those are both blowout wins. So if Kyoto can beat Hillcrest and Sigourney, well, they killed Sigourney already. If they can beat Hillcrest on the 13th, I do not see a lot of games that... Uh, that Kyoto can lose here on this schedule. So, um, and if they do that, they could be a Kyoto could legitimately be, you know, ranked in the top three going into the tournament if, if all that happens. So uh, maybe uh, 
maybe Kyoto will host a uh, host a, a substate game or something like that down the road. Well, uh, basketball's like a Jay Reed song. Sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're not. Uh, so you got everybody can have a cold shooting night and, and uh, run into some other team that's that's uh, uh, on fire. Well, Andy, uh, I really appreciate you being with me. I don't need to take any more of your time. But there is one other thing that I was uh, wondering about. Uh, yes. What are the plans for the guys there at uh, Southeast Iowa Union for lunch? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I am actually in the uh, the late stages of um, my uh, morning pop tarts. See, I'm in a, I'm in a weird day, so I'm not sure if you've if everyone's heard, but um, the, we announced uh, in December that we're going to uh, we're a two a day paper now. Uh, used to be um, used to be. Um, Used to, yeah, two week, two weeks. Sorry, two a day. That would be pretty crazy. Um, it used to be Monday through Friday. Uh, we were the smallest by far, uh, Monday through Friday. Um, and then with uh, printing costs and um, a few businesses just stopped doing local newspaper advertising, and then we kind of um, saw that we probably should switch to uh, two a week. Uh, so on Tuesdays and Thursdays are now in the Southeast. Union comes out now, especially for sports stuff. Stuff will be hitting the um the internet um at different times and we have added a sports page so now when you have your southeast Iowa union um it's funny because back when i worked with mount pleasant news we only had one sports page and then when we went to the union we doubled it we went to two now that we've made this change you technically will lose a little bit because you're not getting two every single day but when you have your um two a day or two a week um pages there are three sports pages now um, and so we're, we're going to try and kind of go, go back to making each of them a little bit more focused on one being the Fairfield area, one being the Mount Pleasant area, and one being the Washington area. Um, but still all will have the same stuff, so you'll, you'll still be able to read. You know, if you're in Fairfield, you'll still be able to get the results from, from the Washington or, or, or Mount Pleasant games. So uh, the paper will basically be half sports from now on, which, uh, which I kind of like. Um, but lunch-wise, I don't know. My parents are coming to look at the house, so I don't know if they're going to take me out to eat or not we'll see all right well thanks for being with us Andy. thank you high school basketball and round guy radio is sponsored by iowa tire fairfield iowa rob moore's livestock risk partners in Minneapolis, iowa 4m plumbing of washington iowa kyoto transmission and repair real smart highlights of columbus Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.